1: Welcome to the John Harrison Podcast. My name's Tanner Hubbard. I'm with Melissa Dunn and Madeline Baker from our team. John is not on this podcast. He has other things to do right now. Um, No, in all seriousness, we are excited about the topic we're going to try to address today, Um, and that is something loosely based around how do you deal with a boss who doesn't like you or a boss you don't get along with, Uh, so we thought it was good for us to talk about. None of us are the uh, ultimate boss here at the John Harrison team, so we'll talk about our current experience and previous experiences about how we've handled some of that. Um, So one quick thing I want to say to kind of just lay some groundwork before we talk about maybe some tactics of how to address this is realizing the difference in just a personality conflict or disagreement and a situation where work is being um you know sabotaged or not supported or personally being harassed things like that clearly there's a difference um and and we would like to you know encourage listeners to not just overreact to a personal disagreement and take it you know full-fledged and call it harassment but on this in the same breath we also don't ever want you to overlook things that are serious in nature that should be addressed in the appropriate way. So, uh, But in the cases where it's just a, you know, we don't jive, I don't think my boss is my biggest fan kind of a thing, what are some things we can do? What are our responsibilities in that? So let's kind of open the floor and, and talk about from our previous experience, our current experience, what what are things we can do to try to address that uh, that, that issue at times?
0: Yeah, so for me, I think it's um, an inward self-reflection that if I find myself in a situation where where I feel like there's some tension there and I really don't know what that tension is about, you know, I really take the time to go home and just do some self-evaluation and look at it and go... Am I the one that's being extra sensitive or extra strict or extra cautionary? You know, what is going on internally to me? So I do take that time to do that self-reflection and then go back the next day in the next few weeks. Right. And kind of reassess how I'm um, behaving or how I'm responding to the person that I feel like I have tension with. That, that's me a lot of the time is like, I will feel like, am
2: I, you know, am I the issue? Like, what am I doing that? I could maybe change, um, you know, and maybe like the dynamics of talking with this boss or this manager. Um, you know, I've definitely dealt with some where they just have different leadership styles. Um, and they're coming at me a little more direct. And sometimes I can put up a wall if someone's like being too direct or too kind of like, do this, do that. And it's not personal. Um, I, I thrive on like relationships and, um, if I've had managers in the past that do not do that and, and it's hard. So yeah, then I go home and I take it personally. So I think that self-reflection is very important. Um, but then once you realize like, Oh, you know, I'm, I'm doing all that I can, but I'm getting like so drained by all this, sometimes you just have to step up and like have that difficult conversation like we always talk about. Um, and that can be hard because sometimes it's not always received well. Um, and I, I hate saying just suck it up, but I may not have done very good in the past, but that's just what I've had to do in certain situations where I'm like, this person is coming on too strong and I feel like I've done everything that I can or, um, you know, I've definitely felt like I couldn't say anything sometimes. And, I just have to let it not affect, you know, my work. That that's important because you still have to get work done at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, those difficult conversations are hard, but gotta have them sometimes. Yeah. I think those are good
1: observations because at the end of the day, that's all we can really control is our own response to things, right? We can't control how another leader, or another coworker, or something outside our organization may affect us, but what we can control is our response. So I think y'all both hit on that pretty well in, the first step in, in dealing with maybe a, a boss who you're not on the same page with or a coworker you're not on the same page with, I think is that self-reflection because even if this really is, you're doing everything you can do, I would encourage you don't let someone else's behavior cause yours to drift. If that makes sense, right? Don't let someone else, cause maybe, maybe it's an an unawareness thing as not like you said with a previous boss, that that's just their style and they didn't really know how they're coming across. But sometimes it is like, maybe they really don't, like you for some reason on a personal level you don't get along but whatever the case is you can't let their actions ultimately determine how you're going to respond right because that's still in your control and and so i do think i I always this phrase in the back of my mind and is always in the back of my mind in these types of situations um years ago someone shared with me this concept this idea of leaving like entering a new session season excuse me not session but entering a new season the the way you left the old one. And, and basically the, the thought there is you can't start out better than you left somewhere. And so if you're going to leave a job, if you're going to leave a position or move uh, roles or jobs or whatever, um, you can't enter that next... Season in a healthy way if you were unhealthy in the past, and that put all the pressure in a good way, but put all the pressure on me to say I can't excuse about my bad behavior because of the situation I'm in, because I will start my next job, my next position, my next company in that same unhealth, and so I think that's on us right now. Well, before we're done here, we'll talk about maybe some things to do after you've done all you can do, right? Um, And hopefully, you don't always have to quit somewhere to make that better. But I think our First thing has to be we can't let someone else dictate what our decisions are gonna be because that's that's our own legacy and that's our own um, you know, namesake, so to speak. But but what else on this? What other things come to mind when we think about how to address potentially someone who who, who doesn't isn't your biggest fan, but maybe you report to them?
0: There's some value in evaluating kind of where you are in the organizational chart as well. Mm-hmm. So depending on the level that you are in the organization, right? Um, I think A mark of maturity in some ways is being able to put yourself in your boss's shoes and trying to understand what it is that they're dealing with on a day-to-day basis and some of the things that may be coming down in their direction and kind of looking at it from that perspective and taking the opportunity to go into that person and say, you know, what can I help you with? What are some of the struggles that you're having? you know, what are the obstacles? What is, what are some of the obstacles the team's creating for you that we can help with, with, you know, so just being able to understand it from a different perspective, I think is also important. Um, But just, you know, along with that self-reflection is trying to think about it from their perspective.
2: That's super insightful, Melissa. Um, I've not done a good job of that in the past of putting myself in my boss's shoes. Um, Sometimes I think that I'm doing that, but I know inwardly, like I'm a very emotional person. And so if someone is coming off really harsh with me, and I'm getting my feelings hurt, which I tend to do sometimes is I just get um, my feelings hurt too easily is that I don't, don't look at, you know, what maybe what is my boss going through right now? What are, are they feeling? And of course this goes for coworkers too, but taking those days to kind of inwardly focus and think through those situations first and how, think about how you're going to have that conversation and maybe even like sitting down with, you know, your husband or, or your, close friends or family to just be like, hey, this is what I'm dealing with. And this is what I'm thinking about saying during this conversation. What do you think? Um, Because you definitely don't want your emotions to lead you through those conversations. Instead, you want to kind of be prepared with more of the facts and maybe just some open ended questions, like you said, on how can I help you? Um, What can I be doing different? Maybe I feel like you're unhappy with me and my work. What can I be doing to be proactive and, and changing that. But yeah, I think that's really, it's a good point to put yourself in your boss's shoes.
1: Ultimately, one thing I will say is, and this might sound contradictory to a previous podcast, but I promise you it's not. Um, but we have talked about, um, in, in recent podcasts about how to connect and and be personal and, and have friends, Um, outside of work, like friend, coworker friends outside of work. Um, And so please realize we still feel like that's very helpful um, in the, in the appropriate situations. But on the other side of that, kind of what we're addressing here is realize that you are at work. And at the end of the day, you don't have to be best friends with your boss or a coworker or anybody else. Now, again, it should be civil and respectful, and you should be able to live out your company's values, not let your work suffer. Um, so don't, don't hear us wrong there. But we don't think that you're just going to you know magically be best friends with every person you ever work with, including your bosses. So realize that sometimes you might have to set aside some of that, just like... Um, Madeline was just talking about sometimes it might just be a way that they're coming across to you but at the end of the day you're getting your projects done you're on a from a work perspective you're you know pleasing them so to speak you're getting done what they want you to do and there's just this kind of you know personality conflict that you you don't love you know hanging around with them or you wouldn't go get a beer with them after five o'clock um i'll i that's my own opinion but i think that's okay again if the other things aren't suffering and so i do think maybe in this day and age and i'm not trying to step on the feet of those my own age but i do think we tend to maybe go the other direction from years past and say hey we all got to be buddies at work and we all got to be friends that's my second family that's fine if that works out. It doesn't always work out that way. And I think we have to be okay having those work relationship only because there's gonna be some people who don't want to share personal stuff with you and they don't want to get to know you in that level um, and they just don't feel like they vibe with you. So I would I would just put that out there that, that we, we can't control all the personal stuff. Let's let's control what we can't control. And it
2: goes back to the values too. Like you can even though you may not like that person and your personalities clash, like you're still gonna show that person respect and mm-hmm. you know, you're still part of a team and you're you've got those work. You know,
0: operational excellence. You've got to get your things done. It kind of goes back to to character in some ways, too. You have to evaluate, you know, am I compromising my own personal values and character or am I compromising the, the values and the character of the organization? And if I'm not and if my boss is not, then, you know, sometimes it's just acceptance. It's just, you know, I have to put my head down, I have to get my work done, and as long as I'm not experiencing any of those harassment, retaliation, those kind of things occurring in the relationship – then sometimes you just have to take it for what it is and look at it and go, no news is good news. If they're not talking to me, they're just not a relational person, and that's okay.
1: Oh, that, that's well said. Um, well, again, we, we would encourage you to, yes, when possible, and, and we do have other podcast episodes talking about some ways to try to get to know people and, and have that balance of... At work, and a uh, you know a friend at work, and you know a colleague outside of um, your job, and all of that. So look those up if you want more info on that. But in this case. Um, hopefully a few of the things we've talked about um, will help you navigate through some of those situations where you and your boss um, just don't see the eye, to, eye to eye on some things. Thank you to our listeners for being on uh, the John Harrison podcast today. Thanks for listening. Hopefully something we talked about uh, today uh, will help you in your, uh, your workplace. Um, but until next time, uh, thanks for listening.
0: Thanks for listening today. If you have any questions or thoughts about today's episode or even ideas for a future episode, you can contact us through our website at johnharrisonvip.com or follow us on any of our social media platforms.